Welcome to another edition of the AllMonster.com Monster Truck Podcast. Today we have a very special guest, as we do every time. This is a guy that goes way back with both Dustin and myself. Sean Duhon, driver of various trucks, most recently, I guess you could say overboard, but also zombie. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Having a good time. That's good. How are y'all doing? <laughs> hey, I couldn't be better if I was twins, man, to be honest. Gonna make for a weird double mint commercial. Yeah, <laughs> I'm t- trying to figure that one out. Life you is got good. a case of the giggles here. It's all your fault, Duhon. Why are you to make us laugh right before we start this thing? <laughs> we we got a we got a very special uh, you know group here. This has been something that's been around like a, a long time, and uh, that's something I actually wanted to to bring up to you, Sean, here at the start. Uh, the very first time that I was allowed to travel along with Mark Schrader and the Devastator. I was at a show in Kansas City, Missouri at the old Kemper Arena, and it was one of your first shows in Kicker for the Sudden Impact Racing Team, and I can remember very vividly uh, meeting you, getting to know you, thought you were a great guy. Um, Kicker was not running the greatest that weekend as far as you know the, the equipment. It's a little bit of an older piece, and the fans let you have it, and I thought, you know what? That's not fair. He's a good driver, good guy. He's got a lot to learn. He's new to this whole thing. And uh, I let you know about that after the show and after that whole weekend. And it, it looked like, man, uh, things got significantly better since then. But uh, I just wanted to share that kind of with everybody. And, you know, Sean's come a long way as a, as a driver and able to do a lot of different things in the industry. But, it, you know, it started out kind of kind of crazy there in Kansas City. It, you know, and now that you brought that up, I remember that weekend so well. And I don't know why. Yeah. Um, that was a really it was a fun weekend because I was doing what I love to do, but you're right. We had so many issues, and I really can't remember what the, the issue was with the truck, but it was an older piece. Um, we were trying to work a bunch of bugs out of it, and I was still learning, which we all do every day. I still learn to this day. Yep. But, oh, man, that, that it was a long weekend, but we did have a good time. We You know, we made fun out of it. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark's a great guy to, to hang around with too. He can he can make you laugh a bunch. <laughs> Just a little bit. Now I I remember uh, I would be remiss if I did not mention your screen name. Uh, the law was always the the thing. So you want to tell us a little bit about your background before you did hop into the monster trucks? <laughs> I still get made fun of for that name because way back when AOL first came out, yep, I jumped on the bandwagon <laughs> and I was a New Orleans deputy. Um, right out of high school so you know i had to make my own screen name and couldn't figure out anything whatsoever <laughs> so the law was just the, the first thing that you know the best thing that i could come up with and 909 was just my badge number okay so it stuck and and i still use it to this day there you go i'm still stuck with it i i have a new email address it's just it's sean duhon at yahoo.com all right everybody but, send sean uh paypal five dollars right now <laughs> there you go <laughs> you know please, it, please. include that for all of your uh, craigslist personals ads and everything yeah. oh wow uh, yeah. yeah so if you get a bunch of spam we, we apologize dustin go ahead yeah, yeah thanks <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to see y'all again yeah <laughs> oh you know it's always a good time i mean look at how much we're giggling already yep oh yeah oh yeah i have a great time i have a great time yeah so um 
So yeah, you uh, you were involved in law enforcement right out of the bat, like you were saying in a high school. How in the heck did you end up in monster trucks? Though I mean, were you always a fan? And you know, what led to you getting your foot in the door? Well, definitely, I've, I was always a fan, just like I am still now. Um, I used to go every year to the Superdome here in New Orleans, and my dad would take me, you know, a bunch of family, and we'd always go watch, you know, the trucks there in the dome. And that's back when they were pulling sleds and you know running the mud bog and everything else. Um, and I've raced since I was a kid, whether it's go-karts or dirt bikes or you name it. I, I love going fast. I mean, I, I know my dad's not going to listen to this, so I could tell you I used to launch his 1978 Blazer at every <laughs> railroad crossing and, and bridge we have down here. <laughs> I used to get that truck airborne, so it was kind of in my blood, you know. Um, just kind of got, you know, with the racing there and... Um, there's a guy down here, Mike, a do friend that, uh, introduced me to Gary Porter at a show and I got to know Gary and helped him out at, at just different shows and, uh, great guy. I mean, obviously, you know, everybody knows Gary and looks up to Gary and it's unfortunate that he, uh, he's got to retire. I wish he wouldn't. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping to, to run into him, you know, elsewhere. I like running into Gary. He's, he's a great guy. Um, but he introduced me to John Seesock, and John was coming to do a, a show in the Dome when he owned Sudden Impact, and I just went and met him at a display and asked him if he needed a hand, and he remembered me from, you know, running with Gary. Yeah. So I helped him at the Dome, and it just kind of went from there, you know, and um, I introduced him to Brandon, and that's when Brandon decided to buy the, the, uh, the company from John, and we just kind of kind of grew from that, you know, point. Did you ever think when you were helping John wrench on the truck that you'd end up in the seat? I never thought that I would because I worked at the sheriff's office. And, right. it, you know, it never crossed my mind that maybe I could do it. It's always been a dream, you know, to drive a monster truck. Mm -hmm. But I never thought that I would because I never thought I would leave the sheriff's office. And right. then I got the opportunity to do it. And I just had to take the opportunity. You know, it's one of those things you just cannot up. You know, I've got to say, no matter what your dream is, whether it's digging ditches or driving a monster truck or, you know, whatever, if it's your dream, you got to, if you fail, hey, at least you tried it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So got to give time. You know, um, I've always tried to uh, strive, you know, to be better or excel and never to actually equal. So you got to give it a shot and try it, see what you could do. It's a great way to put it. So you're off and running with the monster trucks, and, you know, you start out, you've, you've helped a couple great big heavy hitters in the industry, too, the best racers of all time. When you first got the opportunity to get behind the wheel, kind of take us through what that whole process was like. Because I, I remember when I was able to just even get in a truck and move it, park it for a pit party, and come back. There's really nothing like it. You're not used to... You can watch a bajillion shows on TV. You can watch Inside Monster Jam and know every little part on the truck. But until you get in one and drive it and move it, you don't really know how hard it is. You don't have a grasp of it. So what was that whole thing like for you? Who helped you? How did it go? What was running through your mind? Well, not at all. I mean, you really don't know what to expect because back then, I mean, it wasn't that big on TV. Yeah. You know, it was always a lot of tractor pulls and monster trucks were just kind of sideshow. 
So you didn't really have much to go by besides watching Dennis destroy his stuff every week, and, you know, a <laughs> um, little bit that you could catch. And I definitely knew I didn't want to do that, so we had to rethink some stuff. But um, the first truck that I drove was Kicker, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, we built a hill behind the shop, and I made two hits. And that was it. That was the only two, the only two hits that I made. Oof. Right before we loaded the truck up and headed up to Toronto for Monster Jam. Wait, your first and show was in the Rogers Center? Yes. The biggest? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, let me tell you. Yeah. Burn to the wolves. Oh, I, I think I probably grew two inches between me and my seat that weekend, you know, <laughs> watching all these people staring at me. I mean, I didn't know what it was like to to do anything with this truck. I mean, I, I came straight from racing dirt bikes, so I knew how to control a vehicle in the air. But what is a 2,000 horsepower, 10,000 pound truck going to do? You know, <laughs> and I you what, found 40, out 40, 50,000 people. Oh, I did quick, too. <laughs> um, lined up against Mike Vodders first round and i'm like oh my goodness what i mean i knew who mike was because you know yeah luckily he spun out and i beat him in racing <laughs> wow um, <laughs> not a bad way to start off yeah no I, I, great for me bad for him yeah. um i think alan was next round and he just completely just wiped my butt i mean he just so i had a great time though it was definitely a learning curve and we we've progressed so far from them but it, it's that was just the fun i mean it was so much fun it's quite a bit of a different beast you know when you look at say today's generation of you know up-and-coming drivers you know you see and you hear so much about you know the monster jam university this and all the training that goes into the new talent that's coming through there and you started out like you said two hits out back of the shop and you're dropped in your first show um, you know, it's something that I think gets underappreciated by a lot of the new talent coming in that, hey, it didn't used to be you could go in with all of this training and all of this time behind the wheel before you went and did your first show. Traditionally, hey, you got a shot at driving, you pretty much just had to do your first show and hopefully you didn't fall on your face and break too much stuff. <laughs> Without a doubt. Um, I mean, my opinion, yeah, I, I think everyone needs a good training, you know, um, I started in a spring truck. I mean, it was John's old old sudden impact truck. It was a coil spring truck. Yep. Um, I really think that's a good place to start. Nowadays, you know, with the university going, these, you know, drivers are getting weeks and weeks of training. They don't know what it's like to drive anything else. You know, they're just getting thrown in the best equipment out there and saying, here, do this. And they're, they're learning from the best drivers in the world. Um, I, I respect them as drivers without a doubt because they're competition and they're obviously doing a great job but my i think the hard work you know the hard way let them learn how that truck actually works not how to work it right. you know it i think they need to, to know the ups and downs of it um sure. uh, i've met a a lot of these new drivers, and they're they're great people. They really are. Um, I've never gotten bad taste for any of them, but um, I think they need to learn, you know, a little bit more about the truck. Right, that's for sure. Uh, and you you gain that appreciation through years with the sudden impact team. 
and we'll get to that for sure. But you, you did bring up some of the younger drivers, and I was mentioning this to you just a few minutes before we started. Uh, Bryce Kenny was our most recent guest, and he mentioned you several times during our uh, <laughs> podcast with him. You're giggling already. So all I know is that he has a lot of respect for you. You guys have a lot of fun together, and he's taught you a lot. So uh, any, any comments on Bryce Kenny or, or you guys run together a lot and stuff like that? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> he's something else, I swear. Um, <laughs> I met Bryce actually at the airport uh, when I was leaving the summit in Florida a few years back. Uh, he was sitting there eating breakfast, I think it was, with Morgan. And um, I just started, you know, chit-chatting with them all. And, and from there, I mean, you could tell he was just a very genuine guy, very down-to-earth, um, talked about his drag racing background. And um, we uh, we just, you know, kind of hit it off there because, you know, me with the drag racing and all, and then him with running top alcohol. I mean, that to me is awesome. Mm-hmm. And to be such a, you know, a young guy to go that far was just amazing to me um and then I, I got the opportunity to actually run with him in that um i don't know if you would call it the we call it the tundra tour because it was freezing everywhere we went but the canadian tour or whatever when i was teamed up with cam yeah um bryce was driving uh the mutt and we were together all first quarter and and we, we ran him so hard we, I mean, we just went back and forth and, and just talking smack, whether it was racing or freestyle. And uh, I really like him. He, he's such a great guy uh, and doing so well. Um, I talked to him a little bit this year since he got the new ride. And especially in Vegas, he did phenomenal. Um, I, I honestly never thought he would have done so well, Yeah. but was so happy for him in Vegas that he did do that good. I mean, he's he's got such a, a good future ahead of him. Yeah, biggest um, surprise of the show in my opinion. To I told him about it too. You know, I said I said when I looked yeah. down that lineup, I didn't expect Bryce Kenny to do what Bryce Kenny did at that show. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, he he really did. He he just burned that truck down, and you know, um, I, I'm hoping honestly, and, and nothing to take away from anybody. Um, I, I'm hoping that he gets his an opportunity to get his own personality. Yeah, you know, yeah, um, he really deserves it. I, I think he could take a you know a truck, a monster truck, um, along. He really can. Definitely, it's kind of interesting too. Like George Bellhan kind of went through that for a while too, because he was in Turtle and then he was in Blue Thunder for a while, and then he goes over and finally, you know, they they get him in the Escalade and then the Mohawk Warrior thing. It's like you have to play musical chairs with the with the bodies or something to to eventually get something that fits you, and then. For whatever reason, it seems like guys feel more comfortable when they're operating under an identity that is more their own. Well, well, it is. I mean, you you come up with these ideas and you make it your own, and you you know you sell to the fans. You're you're a salesperson, is what you are. Mm-hmm. You're trying to sell your merchandise for your vehicle, and and you're trying to attract all the fans that you can. Um, I mean, it is. It's it's your your stuff. I mean, you may not own it. But it's you. I mean, it's an extension of you. It, you know, um, just like Zombie. You know, when when they we met at the summit, and they gave me a hand drawn picture of the zombie truck. Mm-hmm. You know, and told me sell merchandise and make fans. Uh, 
I didn't know, you know, what to do. I kept asking him, what's, what's my limits? What's my limits? You know, what can I do? What can I not do? Yeah. And I, I got no answer. I got no help. It was just, you know, same, same answer, you know, sell merchandise and, and make fans. So I actually uh, started interviewing kids on the airplane on the way home, you know, huh. asking them about zombies and what they thought about zombies. And, and that's how I just came up with all these ideas. So, yeah, I mean, you really have to sell it. It's it's something you got to do, and you know. Dustin, it's your turn, but I, I got to ask. So, was the does that mean the face paint was was your idea? The face paint was not my okay. idea. Okay. Um, the contacts were my idea. Okay. Um, I did get approached. Uh, let's see, we did first year. Uh, I think the first show was Detroit, and then we went down to Tampa, which um, is more or less the the home of Monster Jam, mm-hmm. and uh, they approached me about it, and I weren't real keen on it. <laughs> um, I, like I said, I, I, I was doing the contacts, and, and we were doing the zombie arms and, you know, everything else, um, but when they brought up the face paint, they had someone standing there waiting to do, you know, the paint. <laughs> uh, you know, how do you tell them no? Right. <laughs> so we did it, and, you know, it, 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 it hit off so well. Um, I, I just I I just took it took it and ran with it. There you and, go. And we had a good time with it. You know, every weekend we were doing it. And I, I'm I'm dyslexic, so I can't do stuff in a mirror. Hmm. So I couldn't <laughs> do my own face paint. I never did it my own. You know, on my own, I always had somebody do it for me. Um, so but it was a good time. I mean, it really was. We uh we made a lot of fans with it. Uh, we had a lot of fans come to pit parties and and you know everything else even some displays that I, I showed up to face painted up you know so it, it definitely caught on yeah it's definitely one of those things like like you said you kind of have to embrace your role whatever you're given whether it was you know your time in superman which was a good fit for you as well because from what i understand you were a big superman fan as well huge superman fan i was a, a giddy kid when when i got that call to drive that truck <laughs> It was kind of an interesting, uh, like, if people remembered Chad Fortune from a few years ago, <laughs> and then they saw you, they're like, what happened? Yeah. Um, yeah um, Struck yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I got a lot of that. <laughs> Especially when they stuck me and Chad at the same shows together. That was a really odd feeling. Talk about awkward silence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the awkward silence. When, when Chad is six foot, you know, seven, and I'm five foot six and they're you know they're putting us at the same thing and you know they're looking at me like you're not superman <laughs> like no i'm afraid of heights what are you talking about <laughs> i just read the, i just read the comics guys it's okay <laughs> that's it you know i'm i'm this short because if i fall i don't get hurt i'm halfway there hey you know what low center of gravity you get around the turns quicker uh let you know you can add a little more weight to the truck too i'm honestly a problem <laughs> No, but uh, in in all seriousness, you you were talking about uh, getting you know kind of acclimated, and that you basically operated with you know with all respect due to uh, John C. old creation, a, a truck that was a bit out of date. You know, you're going against Randy Brown that weekend in Kansas City, brand new grave digger. You know, what are you what are you going to be able to do realistically in that seat other than I can get the most out of my equipment and I can learn. Uh, but then you turn that around and. Uh, once you got a newer chassis, 
did you automatically feel more comfortable? Did you feel like this is weird? My truck doesn't have coils on it. What was it like when you got an updated ride? I don't remember if it was like you went to sudden to the sudden impact truck or you went to Colt. Um, no, actually, well, Tim Bush helped me out a lot with that coil spring truck. We went up to his place in Detroit and we messed with the coil springs a lot mm-hmm. and got it to land really nice and work really good. Um, but you're right. When I got the new chassis to to the team, it was the actually it was the old. Uh, Randy Brown's truck. Um, Pure adrenaline, oh, man. Yep. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it, so, I mean, it was back then, it was the best of the best. Um, it, it, it was a totally different animal. Uh, co- between coil springs and nitrogen charge, it's two totally different things. Uh, you have to drive them different. Of course, you know, the, the springs, the truck rode so much higher. You know, it was a little bit more topsy, on, you know, on the top especially back then. I mean, technology has come so far. Yeah. You've got like, you know, overkill evolution, just whipping everybody's butt with call springs now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, back then it was just, it was old stuff, but yeah, when we got the new or our new truck, which, you know, like you said, was the adrenaline. It was, it was definitely nice night and day. You know, we, we felt that we could turn it up a little bit more and, that's when the learning just started to progress even more, and and we got some some race wins. Now going back, you know, around that time with Sudden Impact Racing, that was qu- it was becoming quite the operation at one time because you know with a four truck team, at one time you guys had yourself, Bobo, mm. John Zimmer, and Carl Van Horn. I mean, for a four truck team independent bunch, it's hard to beat that lineup. It, you know. I, I'm not going to knock Bobo because he's coming a long ways. And, and actually, i got to apologize because I told him I'd start calling him Ben from now on. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I mean, I I met John when he drove the uh, Ann Moore truck in oh, Chicago. Oh, man, at Joliet. Yes. Yes. I have yes. images of that truck that does, does exist. <laughs> yes. The first time I ever met John, he was putting that truck together in the parking lot physically putting it together because it weren't even finished being built yeah um <laughs> and you know to see him progress i mean everybody knew cbh you know carl is just phenomenal driver i mean he's one of the best out there so i mean we knew what we were getting with that but then to see john come from where he came from and to end up as my teammate was just i mean it was awesome i mean it really was it was from the start, I mean, he was one heck of a freestyler. He was he was a better freestyler when him and I were teammates than he was a racer. Yeah. I mean, he was just... It, it, it almost was like I was winning racing and he would win freestyle. You know, we were doing all, all, our little tour together. That's kind of how it worked out. Yeah. And then he just kept going, you know, and, and now he's, he's darn near unbeatable in anything. <laughs> I believe the tally one year that he texted me because he's... He's a bit on the competitive side. Uh, yeah. He he told me one time he had 66 wins during the first quarter. Now, of course, there's wheelie and racing and all that stuff, but, hey, the number is the number. And he said, you know, I wish I would have been in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah. But that had to be interesting, going going with Zimmer. You know, that, that was kind of the, the way that you guys did it there for a while, uh, where you had different teammates within the stable if you will of four trucks and then eventually it was you in new orleans and then tim bush had a 
couple of the trucks kind of operating out of Michigan, if you would. You kind of divided and conquered, but I would argue that uh, when you moved to, to the New Orleans half of things, there was a lot of pressure on you and a lot of uh, a lot of stuff for you to do that I don't think everybody was kind of privy to. Uh, can you kind of speak on what it was like to run out of the New Orleans shop and you know, you're responsible, for lack of better words, you're responsible for a couple of monster trucks and really an operation during the day, during the week, and all that stuff. Well, <clears throat> and I was. Um, and like I said, I, I'm not going to badmouth anybody or anything or, or right, try right. to downgrade anybody or anything. But up north, when you have someone like John and, and Carl, and then you have Tim there, you know, running the shop, mm-hmm. you have one heck of a, you know, a team up there. Yeah, not just behind the wheel. You're talking about no, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's, no, it, it's you know every day, hands on. You know mm-hmm. the knowledge was just you know unbelievable up there. Yeah. Um, and then you come down south, and it was me and whoever my teammate was at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and our shop weren't the fanciest shop by any means. Um, we had a lot of lot of work to do there. Um, but that's pretty much all it was. You know, we didn't really have much help. Right. So it was a bit tough at times, you know. Uh, we had to we had to fight a lot of different things, you know, whether it was the elements or just the lack of help, or even the lack of knowledge is what it really you know boiled down to because nobody down here really knew anything about these trucks. Mm-hmm. We were all just learning and winging it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, every weekend was a learning process for us. Yeah. We made it, you know, and, and here we are, but. It was tough. I mean, it really was. Now, you know, after so many years of being with Sudden Impact Racing, you finally end up in a totally different situation where you end up going to drive for Monster Jam and being a fleet driver there. Was it weird getting acclimated to that? I mean, did you jump into a role where you were crewing on the trucks as well during the week, or did you kind of get more of the the nicer deal and that you're kind of able to more or less just show up and drive and do your thing and, you know, not have to really get put so dirty. Besides well, Miss Fitz. With, <laughs> <laughs> with Sudden Impact, I worked every day, whether it was a holiday, my birthday, um, which, of course, is going to be in two weeks. I'm just going to throw that out there. Hey, so, send, send an email yeah. to Sean for his birthday, guys. <laughs> there you go. Sean Duhon at Yahoo.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, or... Instagram, um, Twitter, and MySpace. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, MySpace. But, <laughs> I don't even know how to get back on MySpace. But anyway. Who's your top eight? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about know. that. <laughs> I think Tom, wasn't Tom one of them or something? Dude, yeah. you got I'm me. A MySpace guy, not Tom Mintz. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, definitely not Tom Mintz. No, I don't think he's got a MySpace. <laughs> um See, now I lost track. Y'all don't got me. Uh, got me all basically flustered. transitioning from being, you know, from oh, working yeah, yeah. at Sudden Impact to yeah. becoming a fleet driver. And all that good um, stuff. I worked every day. The only day I did not work was Christmas Day, mm-hmm. and, and that was it. I mean, it was, you know, Monday through Sunday, every day. Rain, shine, down here in New Orleans in the winter time, it'll get forty degrees, but you would think it's negative forty. I mean, it would just have that cold, wet, cold. You know. Bone chilling, which is great for starting trucks. Oh, it's yes. wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> they love that. You know, when you get a hundred pounds of all pressure. You know. Yes. Yeah. Um, but when I actually bought my own ticket, uh, well, let me let me say, when I left Sudden Impact, mm-hmm. um, I gave a two month notice 
mm-hmm. bought my own plane ticket, flew myself home from Oregon, actually, from doing a show up there, mm-hmm. and uh, got me a normal job. Uh, I was tired of traveling. I mean, I was, we were doing 40-something-ish shows a year, mm-hmm. and I just wanted a normal job. So I got one and came home and decided to do it. Well, I'm still as much a fan as I am a driver. Yeah. Actually, a bigger fan than I am a driver. Um, so I bought my own tickets to Las Vegas and had some connections at Monster Jam. So, you know, we're able to schmooze my way into a seat um, <laughs> at the finals just to watch. Yeah. And it was so weird because when I was with Sudden Impact, I was very competitive. Yeah. I only seen the finish line. Um, it's no big secret. I'm not a huge freestyler. Yeah. Um, I don't go out there and I don't tear anything up because it's not mine. Uh, but I love racing ever since I was a kid. Very competitive in racing. Mm-hmm. And um, I, that's all I cared about was winning. So that, that was it. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Right. And when I actually sat in the stands as a fan with the fans and seen the faces on the kids, the adults, whether they were elderly or not, that actually flipped the light switch for me, which was really weird. And I realized how much it actually means to these people to go to these shows and look up to the drivers. Yeah. And I got chills. I mean, I really did. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt bad for getting out um, because I, I'm, I was blind at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't see any of that. So I actually went to the, uh, to the banquet that Monster Jam holds or used to hold uh, after the finals to give the awards out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Keith Speller uh, approached me and asked me if I was ready to come back. I haven't driven a truck in probably a year. Right. I thought he was kidding. You know, I'm, I just kind of laughed and, you know, yeah, sure, no problem. Blew it off. You know, went inside and mingled with everybody and, you know, because everybody's like a family. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't think nothing of it. Well, then he caught me after the show again. And he told me, he's like, no, I'm serious. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you ready to come back? <laughs> I'm like, well, let, you know, let's talk about it. So we did. Um we talked about it, and he offered me to come back, you know, just to fly in and not work on anything. And he knew I had a, a full-time job. I couldn't leave the job. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just so happened to be fortunate enough that the president of my company is a huge monster truck fan, and his grandkids love monster trucks. Hey, there so, you go. <laughs> yes. So he was more than happy to let me go drive for Monster Jam. Wow, and, and it worked out great. Um, the only thing that didn't work out at first was I'm I was so used to working on my own stuff. Yeah, I was jumping out the truck trying to grab wrenches or grab you know back then battery chargers or just anything. Mm-hmm. And you know my crew guys, which it was Tyson at the time. Oh, there you go. Okay, would would just push me to the side, you know. <laughs> and, and no, no, this is my job. I, I've got I'm, this is my truck. I'm gonna do this. You just drive. Yeah, and that was the weirdest thing to me. Tyson, one of the crew guys back in the day on uh, on grinder and stuff like that. Pretty good, pretty good pedigree, kind of. You know, definitely has your stuff right. Oh yeah, Tyson. Tyson's awesome. He really is. He's, he's fun too. Mm-hmm. Oh he's yes, fun. <laughs> he is quite he's, the he's, character. <laughs> oh, you definitely want him in your corner. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, to tell you just a quick story about Tyson. Sure. Uh, I b- believe my uh, my first rollover maybe with Superman was in Chicago. Um, and I'm handing all my helmet, my Hans, my steering wheel, everything out the window, and I'm crawling out the window. As I crawl out, this arm comes around me, 
and just picks me up out the window. <laughs> and I'm, I realize it's Tyson. He has all my stuff, all my safety stuff in one hand and me in the other. And that, my feet are dangling. That makes like, me wish I was at Illinois to snap that picture. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, Tyson, will you put me down? You probably haven't been <laughs> held like that since you were a baby. Not at all. I mean, I'm kicking my feet like, dude, we're, we're being watched. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. Here you go. Note to self, next time I see Duhan, pick him up and pick him around. <laughs> right? Yeah, there you go. Good Lord. Wow. Well, that's great. But, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, it was it was a good time. Like I said, it it everybody's like family, so we have fun. We really have fun. It is really like one kind of big demented dysfunctional family. That's one thing that that's it's hard to kind of ex- explain to people that aren't used to the industry, that aren't normal around this. That no matter right. who it is, no matter what pit you go into or whatever, for the most part, it's a fairly welcoming world. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody's willing to shake your hand, cut loose, you know, pass you well, your preferred beverage of choice. Yes. Oh, without a doubt. Out. I mean, it's it, it really is. It, no matter if you run for Monster Jam or Monster Truck Throwdown or you know any of these other promoters, whoever it is, everybody's like a family. You know, it's hard to explain that to people, and it's like you say, you know, they just don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if NASCAR is that way because I've never been to a NASCAR race. Uh, I believe NHRA is like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can personally speak for Monster Trucks that it is. It's just like that. It's it's a huge family, no matter who it is, whether it's the you know Bigfoot or Gravedigger or, or anybody. They're going to help each other out. You yeah. know, definitely. Uh, I was going to say, I, I think you've underestimated or understated uh, one thing, though. You know, you had a hard job with with the Sun Impact stuff. Uh, in the sense that you had you had good equipment there with the cult truck, but mm-hmm. it's not easy to be the score of twenty four that doesn't break anything. You put on a good show, you had good clean racing passes, and you weren't tearing up equipment. And I would say that that's exactly what Monster Jam looks for, and what Keith Speller and everybody in the stands scouting talent goes. You know, Duhon didn't break anything and who's still pushing the randy browns and pushing the other company drivers as an independent so i would say that that's what helped you get a seat it wasn't just a little schmoozy schmoozy at the banquet man. i think you had a little <laughs> bit of a reputation well i mean i appreciate that i really do um that's what i, I tried to, to strive for was like i said it, it's not mine so uh, you know yes I, i've got to fix it but it doesn't come out of my pocket Right, you know, so that's why I weren't really, and and I'm not saying that that these drivers go out and intentionally destroy their stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't believe that's true, um, but it happens, and you just have to draw that line. You know, are you going to cross it or you're not? Mm-hmm. And I tried not to. I mean, I I did cross it, you know, here and there, but it happens. It's monster trucks, right? You know, um, but I, I appreciate you saying that. Thank you. Yeah, man. It carried over even too, you know, you still showed that great deal of respect for your equipment even, you know, when you were driving, you know, a company truck, which a lot of people kind of take as, oh, the leash is off. Yeah, like, believe and, it or not, the know, fleet still has a budget, guys. I yeah. just want you to know that. Uh, oh, without <laughs> a doubt. They, they, you got, I mean, you know, it's no big secret. When, no matter what you messed up, it, you got accounted for it. I mean, whether it was a nut and a bolt, 
if you messed up body panels, not granted, it didn't come out of my pocket, but if I messed up body panels, they would count everything, not just the body panel, but the mounts, the 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 nuts and bolts. I mean, it it's it's a business, yeah. You know, and that's how they have to run it. And I mean, you've got to respect that kind of stuff. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. Now I don't know if people realize that when I was in Superman, that was. C-17, which was one of the oldest chassis out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was still a, an older Patrick chassis with a high engine. Still mm-hmm. not, you know, these up-to-date, low-engine, you know, uh, uh, they call them cheater chassis now, but, right. you know. Uh, and we made that work, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? We definitely made that one work. Yeah, it's all about playing the card that you dealt. Um kind of throw back to uh you know my point of respecting equipment and everything like that i remember world finals 14 and only my second time out in vegas i was sitting out kind of like the driver's seating area if you will um and you were out first in freestyle which is kind of a tall task to do in vegas because everything kind of gets because that was back in you know you still had the transition after racing and into freestyle so ramps were getting cut and this is that's getting adjusted you're the first guy out you probably didn't even get a chance to really look at anything that they cut and changed and there's kind of a bit of a pressure out there that hey somebody has to set the bar to go out first and hopefully put in a good run not fall on their face and you know it at least get the crowd going, get the crowd wild, whether or not they compete for the win or not, it's kind of, you know, here or there. But you went out there, you laid it down, you did a good run, a very good solid run, got plenty of air, all the good stuff, cutting donuts. And I remember talking to you, probably like eight or nine trucks in a freestyle, and I was like, hey, man, you did a good job. And you're kind of like, ah. I was like, no, dude, like you did exactly what they would want out of a first truck out in freestyle. If you're looking at it purely from, hey, you've got to run a show and this is an entertainment business. Uh-huh. Um, and you went out there and did it. And you're like, all right, well, I appreciate that input, you know, because, again, <laughs> you don't see yourself as a freestyler. You do have talent in there. Uh, don't sell yourself short. Um but it was just—it was one of those deals that where it kind of clicked with me. Like you still, as much as you've been around this stuff, you still were very much more a racer-focused guy than you were in freestyle. Mm-hmm. I I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. It really does. I uh, I could tell you I was a nervous wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I could have probably jumped off the top of the the scoreboard and wouldn't have known it. Um, <laughs> I didn't see a darn thing out there. Uh, they wouldn't let me see anything because I was first. Mm. Um, I remember it was it was wet. They had just wet the track, and I was one of the only trucks left with the the I don't know if you want to call them the China tires or the yeah you know back then before we we had the BKTs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a bunch of the trucks, actually, all the other trucks were running the Ukraines. Yep. So you know, for me, when I went out there, it was slick as ice, and I, I do remember not being able to do exactly what I wanted to do because it was kind of like I was kind of driving on ice mm-hmm. um, but I don't remember feeling anything out there I, I actually remember hearing the fans over the truck um, and that was probably one of the best times I ever had in that truck I mean I, I really had a I remember having a great time um, I, you know it, to talk about it I mean it's just I don't even know how to explain it but it 
it was so much fun. It really was. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like the World Finals. I mean, obviously, it's it's you know everything that every driver straight you know strives to go to. Now you um, didn't get a chance to. Well, I should say you were on the Vegas track before that time and that season. <laughs> you got a chance to go out there in Cult Energy Activator. Oh, wow, yeah, you had to bring that one up, didn't you? <laughs> you had it, well, bringing up is a good way to put it, because you had a rather large jump off of the center, and uh, you were part of the encore. So I thought it was pretty cool. They let all the indies out there for once. And yes. you you got to blast off for a little bit. How was that? What was the whole process like? I, I, I don't think they've really asked many drivers about the whole encore process or like how that works. What was that whole thing like? Because I was curious. I mean, the landing wasn't the greatest, but there's nothing you can do about that. But you got to have a little fun before that time Dustin's talking about. Oh, yeah. No, no. It, it, I remember uh, they told us to go out there and do, oh, gosh, eight or ten hits, I think it was. Nothing mm-hmm. spectacular because they kind of had us mixed up. You know, it was yeah. kind of independent company truck, independent company truck. Yeah. And, and they were always great about telling us that, you know, um, go out there and have fun. You mm-hmm. know, you don't have to, to burn it down. You don't have to, you know, light the world on fire. Just have fun. Put on a great show. You know, keep our fans entertained. Or, mm-hmm. you know, keep your fans entertained, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what they wanted. And, and it was that's what that was what was so great about it. Yeah. So I just went out there and just started hitting stuff. Um, I do remember the final hit in the center. I think it broke the the champagne actually oh man off the truck and uh they shut me off yeah um <laughs> and I, yeah. I just had enough to limp it off and, and we loaded up the truck with the forklift yeah but no that that was i mean just to be able to go out there is is amazing you know between the production and just the size of everything out there is crazy um, it just definitely gets your attention no scores you know nothing that, like most of the time since you you got in a seat you're being judged. And and for once, right. you get to just kind of, you know, probably since the two hits before you stuffed it in the trailer the first time, you know, <laughs> you get to just go out there and play <laughs> around a little bit. That, and that, that's what was so fun. There was no pressure whatsoever. Just go out there and make a couple hits. Yeah. You know, make it look good. And that's what I tried to do. Um, we I don't believe we were set up to go out there and do it um, <laughs> because we've never really done something that big. Right. You know, um, now it would be a little bit different, but we did. We had fun, and I think the fans, you know, enjoyed all of the independents going out there and doing that too. You know, not just myself. Now, to kind of take it back to where you were saying, you know, it's kind of nice to be able to just kind of enjoy it and go have fun and everything like that. Uh, in the recent years, you've kind of transferred out of the role of being a more full-time monster truck driver, if you will. You've kind of become, you know, the hired gun ace a little bit. You've been able to jump around, jump in a few seats here and there, um, you know, be the guy that, in case of emergency, call Sean Duhon. <laughs> He'll come drive your monster truck for you. Um, what's it been like for you to kind of, you know, bounce around? You've been able to drive a few different trucks uh, off the top of my head. You've been able to drive both the Jamie Garner's trucks while outside and overboard. Uh think you jumped in with overkill evolution as well when uh, mikey was uh having the birth of his son um how about stone crusher in charlotte was that you oh yeah that too yeah that was me yes okay your list is growing 
Yeah, Stone Crusher and Charlotte was, I don't want to use the word nightmare, but it was tough. <laughs> I remember the truck was not landing to your liking. I remember you were a little stiff it, after that one. It was barely landing at all. <laughs> I don't think there was any front shocks on that truck whatsoever. Oh. Um, yes, I, I've, I was very fortunate to be called, um, I, I'm going to use the word blessed, I guess, because... Uh, I have had a bunch of owners call me and ask me to drive their trucks, which to me is an honor because why would I trust you with, you know, $200,000 worth of my equipment? Sean runs good. Sean runs smooth. So, Sean took well, everything that he could from Sudden Impact Racing and didn't tear up <laughs> equipment. I think I should call him. See what I'm talking about? Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. I I, I believe that, too. I will wholeheartedly believe that. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um well, I mean, as far as if you want to start with Stone Crusher, because that was the first. Um, well, no. No, it wasn't. Jamie was the first. But anyway, we'll start with Stone Crusher. Um, that was cool to drive in Charlotte. That track was just wild. Yeah. Uh, I would love to be able to go back there again and, and you know, try that over again, because it was, it was fun. It really was. Um, truck wasn't working that well, you know, that weekend. It's un unbelievable power that Steve has in that truck. But the suspension was just kind of messy that weekend. Um, in your defense, I think Stephen had the truck before you. So that might have had something to do with it. Stephen has only one mode, and that is 120%. It's more than 110%. It's 120 And oh, yeah. uh, sometimes, oh, yeah. sometimes that breaks some things. So they may not have had a ton of time to really get that felt out after uh, whatever their last show was. It might have been Eldora, if I remember correctly. I believe it was, and I'm going to agree with you 100% on that. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I think he did tear it up pretty bad. Um, but it, we still had fun. I mean, we, we did. Uh, we got to hang out with, with Larry when he was driving the foot out there, and mm -hmm. I haven't seen Larry in so long. Uh, him and I actually ran a few shows together when I was with Sudden Impact, and, and just to be able to hang out with him again was fun. Um, but uh, we did that, and then we also did... Um, what was it? New Jersey, I believe it was, with Stone was Crusher. Newark, I think, like the December show, something like that. Yes, yes. And the truck was running a lot better. Suspension was working a lot better. Um, I don't think Steve liked that I ripped his tailgate off in the in the really contest. Um, <laughs> I know Brian didn't because he's the one who has to fix it. Right. <laughs> so sorry, Brian, if you hear this. <laughs> oh, Brian laughs it off. Brian's good people. Yeah. Very good. Very good. He, he's also fun to hang out with. There you go. Um, but, you know, what can you say? I mean, it, it's Stone Crusher. You know, you, you've kind of got to, you know, run that fine line with him because he runs the, the wheels off that truck. Um, he's definitely not scared to, to tear it up. Oh, absolutely. I've, I have yeah. seen Steve, load, like you've said, push the truck in with the, uh, the forklift before. And one of oh. the things, though, that is good with Steve is, is that he does kind of, you know, have the faith that, hey, Run this thing hard. Run it like I would run it, and you know if it, if if something happens, oh well. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have somebody fix it. That's pretty much it. So, um, so you get to that. You've done the Stone Crusher thing, and you've done you know. So you got overkill and overboard. Anything with the name over. <laughs> over. Well, Jamie called me and asked me if I could drive Wildside for him. Mm -hmm. And I cannot say enough about Jamie uh, and his family. They are just superb people. Helped me out a bunch. You know, we 
he actually put so much fun back into monster trucks for me. Um, it, it really was. I mean, I, I actually looked forward to. I, I love what I do. Uh, I mean, I really do. I, I love driving monster trucks. Mm-hmm. But just to be able to hang out with him and family, we're just. They're just. They're fun people. They're great yeah. people. They're Absolutely. fun people. I mean, I, there's nothing negative that I could say about any of them. Great you know, equipment too. Um, the only only quick. questionable thing that I would say about Jamie is is he likes his steaks well done. That concerns me a little bit. But otherwise, <laughs> Jamie's good people. Jamie, Deidre, even Mini Wizard. Shout out to Mini Wizard, Zach Garner. And he, yep. he took over uh, he took over your seat for a minute. He actually got to do a little uh, seat time as well. He did. He did. And he did great with it too. And Maddie, don't forget about Maddie. Oh yes, baby board. Yes. Yes. Um, actually, I've seen Zach got, a, got himself a new pickup truck, too, so congratulations on that, buddy. Yes, um, yes, absolutely. Um, but they, they are just great people. Um, you know, what else can you say? As far as the equipment, it is. It, it's great equipment, even as old as Wildside is, you know. Um, and, and it's obviously not one of the up-to-date, you know, new-age chassis, whatever. But it's still a very fun truck to drive. Um, we did a lot with it. Um, we won a couple races, made it to the finals in Joliet. Yep. Um, I believe we could have won that race if the ignition wouldn't have died on us. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, we still had a great time. Yeah, you know, we did. So I, I gotta ask, you know, you you'd obviously have been around Zimmer's old shock therapy truck, and I mm-hmm. cannot look at overboard without thinking, you know. That thing jumps, lands, looks, sounds like Zimmer's prime, if you will, shock therapy setup. Did you did you get a chance to kind of have you ever thought of that? Have you ever seen that? Am I crazy? It just seems like that setup is very similar, and it, it's just a beast of a truck every time I see it. It you know Jamie and John are very good friends, so mm-hmm. they they talk and interact a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've never driven John's um, shock therapy truck, right? Um, because I, I left the company shortly after it was, you know, finished. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I wouldn't doubt that it's it, a lot of the setups are going to be almost alike. I mean, yeah. they, you know, they talk a bunch, and mm-hmm. John is very knowledgeable about everything with the trucks nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can ask John. I, I personally talked to John a bunch this year actually when I was driving um, Overkill Evolution mm-hmm. and and asking John's advice on stuff Yeah, you know um, so yeah I mean it, that setup could be very 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 similar hmm. you know plus I mean they, they look almost alike I mean a Chevy body and yeah yeah just, I know? couldn't stop like dude this truck's turning blue <laughs> right in the middle of it <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. No, you're you're absolutely right. It's very close. I know when I got to see you in uh, Julian, North Carolina earlier this year, it was kind of a, 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 despite some of the mechanical issues that were happening for Jay and Wildside, you guys were having a good time. You're getting the cut loose a little bit. You even managed to do something. Jamie, I still don't think has managed to pull <laughs> off. Oh, he's already giggling already because he knows. You pull off a slap wheelie and overboard, which I don't think anybody's done yet. Um <laughs> You know, you were just enjoying yourself that weekend. It was pretty clear you were just hanging out, having fun. 
not well, eating Elliot's uh, SpaghettiOs in a can oh, out of the trailer. <laughs> but you're just having fun and just getting to kick back and enjoy it. And you can, it, it kind of showed in your driving. Like, hey, you know what? I'm having some fun with this. I'm getting to enjoy it. We got a good rental for the weekend, and you know, I'm having fun with this stuff. Well, I mean, Jamie has the best of everything. He doesn't spare expense on anything. And like I said before, Jamie put the fun in monster trucks. Um, so when he asked me to drive that truck, I knew it would be a little bit different because Jamie's a lot bigger than I am, mm-hmm. height-wise, you know, just size-wise in general. So I had trouble reaching the pedals and the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Kind of seeing over the, the, you know, the steering wheel was kind of rough. But his, his equipment is just top of the line. And then running for Elliot was fun. I mean, Elliot's a great guy, and he does some really good shows. Mm-hmm. Brings out a lot of fans. Um, so, yeah, I mean, everything was relaxed. And unfortunately, Jay had some issues with Wildside. But he's, he's a trooper. I mean, that man was nonstop. Um, he worked his butt off, you know, around the clock. When If it was broke, he was, he was wrenching. Yeah. Um, and it, it kind of sucked on my part. And I, I weren't trying to be rude or anything like that, but I didn't know how to work on that truck because I'm not used to that truck. It's totally right. different than what I know. Mm-hmm. Plus, I was still trying to take care of overboard. Right. So that in that aspect, that was kind of kind of tough. But as far as the weekend overall, it was a great weekend. Um, I really had fun. Like I said, just running for Elliot is a good time. Mm-hmm. He does put on some great shows. Um, and of course, when you get the best equipment out there i mean there's not many trucks that can compete with you know the overboard truck do you and i oops, sorry I go ahead gonna, i weren't gonna say anything but since you brought it up yeah i did have to text jamie after i did the slap wheelie <laughs> with us with just a laughing emoji you know because <laughs> he swore up and down that that truck would not slap wheelie for anything hmm. So, yeah, I kind of rubbed it in on him. So you got a YouTube video queued up that you send him a couple times a week? Just, hey, you know, you remember that time that... (laughs) No, but I do remind him every time I talk to him. (laughs) That's outstanding. Well, tell us a little bit about the uh, the Overkill Evolution truck then. You got a a chance to get behind the wheel there too. And, uh, you know, uh, that's Um, just a unique unique. thing, right? It it is. It was, um, it really was. I, uh, I was doing the show there um, that December with um, Stump Crusher, mm-hmm. and uh, Big Mike was there, and he, he approached me after the show and asked me if I would be interested in driving uh, the Overkill Evolution truck because he needed someone as soon as you know Mikey was going to have his baby. And again, you beat him the very first time that you were ever behind the wheel, <laughs> so again, your reputation precedes you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Bring that one up again. <laughs> um, see, not a man's not going to like me. <laughs> um, it, you know, when somebody like that asks you to drive the, you know, the past world freestyle championship truck, it kind of takes you in the stomach. You know, it's kind of like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, that's pretty awesome. I don't know if I could do this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, so I, you know, I told him, you know, let's talk about it. And we did. And he called me like a week before I had to be in St. Louis. And I'm like, you know, I, I can't fly up there. Flights are just ridiculous. I'm like, if you need me, I'll drive. Yeah. 
So I did. I hopped in my pickup truck and drove to, to St. Louis to drive the truck. And I never really knew Mike or Mikey, uh, you know, at that before that weekend. Wow. Um, and I have a whole new respect for both of them. Uh-huh. Uh, I really do. Uh, Mikey called me while he was, you know, at the hospital uh, with his then fiance waiting for the baby to come out. And we talked for probably an hour. And he is such a down-to-earth guy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just unbelievable. He he just wanted me to go out there and have a good time. And, and he's telling me how to drive his truck because I didn't know. I, I haven't driven a spring truck in years. Right. And he's just telling me, hit it wide open and hit this and hit that. And I'm like, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I can't do that, this, you know. Um, and then Big Mike, you know, same thing. He's like, just just have fun. You know, just go out there and have fun. Don't worry about the truck. The truck's going to be fine. <laughs> and, it, it, I mean, it was. It, the first qualifying pass was really stiff. Um, I weren't used to the shocks. I didn't do it correctly. It was my mistake. Hmm. And um, it landed really hard, like really, really hard. Uh, I think I actually sucked one of my own toes uh, in, in qualifying <laughs> when it landed. Oh, boy. It's impressive. But, uh, it was too. It was. <laughs> um, so we went back and corrected it, and I believe we went into the semifinals in racing oh. um, that weekend. It, it was just, it was night and day. Um, that truck is crazy fast, um, you know, and, and handled so well. To look at it and say, "Well, he's got coil springs. That's old technology," is not true at all. Because you know what? So do motocross. So do motocross bikes, and he was a motocross guy, and so were you. Yes, yes. And, and if I had my choice, honestly, I would put that suspension on a truck. Wow. I, I I think that was probably one of the best handling trucks out there. You know, next to Jamie's, of course. But um, to to look at it, you wouldn't think, but it does. It is. It, it's a great truck to to drive. It's very easy to drive. It's you know, and it handles and lands great. There you go. And and it's obvious. I mean, Mikey drives the wheels off that thing. Hmm. He's you know, he's up there with CBH and Dennis and all of those guys. I mean, one of the best. I mean, obviously he's a freestyle champion. When Mikey's so. on kill, he is probably one of the most fun drivers to watch. I mean, he does have a you know, I kind of liken his style almost to say maybe a Damon Bradshaw in that carries a lot of speed and a lot of flow kind of a motocross kind of a vibe to how he operates and so when you get to watch him freestyle it's when things go right and the truck's 110 percent it's there's hardly anybody else that drives like him and it's a lot of fun to watch basically how he attacks everything and like you said he kind of attacks everything all out oh yeah oh yeah i, I just seen a video today of him at, at some fair i don't know where it was at but i i had to you know watch the video two or three times I was like, I mean, this guy is really amazing. Yeah. You know, it, it's <laughs> he's hitting stuff that you would never think. Definitely. Well, uh, but, uh, as we kind of wind down this whole thing, I want to get uh, sort of a list of favorites. But uh, the the okay. <laughs> one of the very first things I want to want to ask is, do you have a favorite story so far from your time in the industry that is tellable on a podcast? A favorite story. Yeah, something that could have happened on the road, anything during a show, stuff that made you laugh, 
times around people, any of that sort of stuff. We know he's got plenty of things that make him laugh. We've already well, well, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the thing. I, I I'm not a huge partier. I don't I don't go out much and and do anything. But I like to have fun. You know, I like to laugh and and joke with people. And uh, to actually say if there's a one particular story, no, not really. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's different. I, I hate the word use use the word levels of fun, but it's different. Um, be areas of fun yeah. mm-hmm. like example uh when you race with jamie or yeah. you know, when you run with jamie it's it's a it's a fun all around like you can talk smack before and after the show because he's going to talk it trust me <laughs> um, you know you know he's not worried about the truck he just wants you to go out there and have fun um <clears throat> after the show we're going to have fun whether it's broke or not even working on it you know it's a good time Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean that we have that kind of fun, but then you have like when I was <laughs> when I was with Zombie, and out of the ten times when I was getting face paint put on, there were people standing around taking pictures. <laughs> Everybody wanted to take pictures of me getting face paint put on, <laughs> and I mean I found pictures all over the place. I got more, you know, made fun of and. You know, everybody was having a good time. So, we, yeah, we all laughed um, and joked around that way. So as far as one story, I, I really can't um, because there, there's just so much fun, so many stories over the years. You can't just make it one. Uh, you know, I was teammates with Frank Kremel for two years. Um, <laughs> there you, you know, go. That is, that is all fun. There is a lot of, there's a lot of fun to be had with Mr. Frank. Oh, he, you just don't stop laughing with him, you know. Well, and then so, you also did the you did the Tundra tour, and that year, like you already mentioned, you had Cama Queen there. You had Bryce, uh, yes, had Fry Daddy and Polly Dude, and the Norman Brothers. Like, that's, oh yeah, right, that's like oh a yeah. Bunch. And and that's what I'm saying. That, that unfortunately, I apologize. I can't come up with one story because <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff that I didn't realize. You know, I knew Cam from you know racing once or twice with him or something like that cam is a character yeah <laughs> you gotta watch cam mcqueen he is <laughs> uh, you know he's a handful he's yeah. got one of those troublemaker grins like him and randy oh. brown both he is always up oh, to something yeah. man <laughs> he's, and that's the thing he's quiet you gotta watch him because he's quiet <laughs> oh yeah yeah he's he's definitely one of those fun stories you know but there's just so many of them. I wish I could tell you one, but I can't. I could. We could sit here all night and I could tell you stories. Next time we'll uh, we'll give you a precursor that way you can do your homework. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to write down some notes. Definitely. Well, I gotta bring I gotta bring this one up. Uh, you have not stopped with the whole racing bug. It sounds like your entire life, and now you're kind of at the dawn of a little little bit of a new era for you. You want to talk about your drag race team a little bit? Any little tidbits you can follow? We, we got your Instagram, your Twitter, your Facebook stuff. We're going to shout out here at the end. You guys can definitely follow along, but talk about this this new uh, endeavor, this venture that you're going on with this drag race stuff. Yes, yes. Um, I uh, I purchased a uh, 1970 Opel GT and completely redid it from front to back. Um we redid the motor, redid the suspension. I've actually picked up some great sponsors with like PTC. They're doing all my torque converters and transmissions. Viking is doing all my coilover stuff. 
um, weld wheels, you know, uh, we're able to work a deal with them for some wheels. It, it's, it's really been great. Um, I just got out the shop. We did the body work. We did um, a brand new vinyl wrap. So if you go to my Instagram or, or my Twitter, you'll see I just released it today. It's been killing me. I didn't want to release it till I got the new wheels on it because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not a chrome fan. So I'm pulling the chrome welds off of there, and I, I went and bought some, uh, some black V-series weld wheels. Yep. And we're gonna we're gonna stick with the creepy kinda kinda theme, you know. Um <clears throat> the car is so small, it's it's very small. It's it's a ninety eight inch wheelbase car, it's all tube chassis. We uh we shoved a small block four hundred in it, but it's putting out a little over eight hundred horses. So this little thing is pretty wild. It'll run the quarter mile at uh eight forty at over hundred and sixty five. And it'll run the eighth mile in a little over five seconds. So it's it gets pretty wild. Um, she goes like stink. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it it's crazy. It really is. But we released it today. It's it changes six different colors. Um, I went with with a creepy. I, I'm I'm a clown fan. You know, as much as I am anything creepy. Mm. So we we put a creepy kind of clown on the side of it. Um just to get people's attention you know whether you like it or not you're going to look at it and yeah. it's going to get your attention and that's what i'm i'm going for not so um, funny i love not so funny you got it and, and creepy clowns just aren't funny no. um buddy Ramon actually came up with that that name because it's it's so small it looks like a toy yeah, yeah. um and we used to say you know it's not so funny getting beat by a toy <laughs> so it, it, you know, it, it just kind of evolved from there, and I, I stuck the creepy clown on it. Um, uh, my buddy Kevin down here in New Orleans, uh, PG Nola, yeah, one of the 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 best rapper, vinyl rapper, I'm gonna say in the world. He go. won't say that, but I'm gonna say that. Yeah. So much talent. And, and I'm not just saying this because I'm staring at it now. This this is a quality piece of equipment. You put this on the side of any race vehicle, and you got to be proud to call that your own. That looks that looks oh, yeah. really good. Yeah, I'm very proud of, of how it came out, and and it's it's still going. You know, I, I work on it daily. As soon as I get off of work uh, from my normal job, uh, I, I go out back and I I start messing with it, and um, I'm planning on putting the uh, a blower motor in it. Like I said, this, this motor here is right at over 800 horses. The blower motor should have about 1,200. So we're actually looking to go out there and and. Break some hearts and, and whip some butts. There you go. See, you now, know. just to give you guys an idea, that's, you know, 16, 1800 horsepower in a monster truck, but but 10,000 pounds. Right. Mr. Duhon here has decided to not significantly decrease his engine size, but significantly decrease his weight. And they say the quickest <laughs> way to add horsepower is to drop weight. Uh, you are going to have everything that you can handle and more, I would imagine. Oh yes, yeah. You could do the the power to uh, to weight ratio, and, and I, I'm not that good with math, so I couldn't figure it out. But you're right, ten thousand horse, uh, ten thousand pounds, and fifteen hundred horses. I am with me in that car, twenty two hundred and fifty pounds, and eight hundred horses. <laughs> you know, and that's with the small motor. The big motor is going to be twelve hundred horses. So I'm only three hundred horses shy of a monster truck. But seven thousand and five hundred pounds lighter. Yeah, 
That's uh, so, that's going to be an interesting deal. So, uh, what uh, what kind of schedule are you looking to run? What's what's next if you uh, if you're you know we looking towards what kind of time frame for this thing? Well, um, hopefully we'll start hitting some local car shows here um, because we really have to tune the suspension and the chassis mm-hmm. um, to start hitting the tracks. So we're going to hit some test and tunes and really just bring it out to the car shows. Um, I still enjoy interacting with, with, you know, friends, family, fans, whatever you want to call them, anywhere I go. You know, whether it's at a car show, whether it's at a monster truck show, whether it's at a drag, you know, drag race, I still like to interact with people. So we're just going to go out there and have some fun. And hopefully within the next, I'm going to say three to four weeks, um, it, you should start seeing it out a little bit more. And I'll start posting some more pictures and, and, uh, like I said on my my Instagram today, I'm actually going to start designing a T-shirt for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so just keep your eyes open there, and you know we're going to make everything affordable because too many things are too expensive nowadays. Amen. You know, <clears throat> we're going to try to have some cheap fun. Um, <laughs> there you go. That way everybody can can afford to have some fun um, and just kind of get involved. You know, uh, I'm going to start trying to travel between Houston, Memphis, Mississippi, Louisiana, Florida. You know, and just try hitting some of the some of the southern states, and just get us out there. You know, not so funny. We're gonna scare the hell out of a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's been a ton of fun having you on here. I know uh, we probably laughed more doing this podcast than we have any others, but uh, I would agree. Definitely great been time. a ton of fun to have you. Uh, I would agree. Forward to getting to see you again again sometime soon. Hopefully, uh, whether yeah, it be in a drag I, car or a monster truck. Well, yeah. you never know. I, I may be. Um, I may be working on something. I may have something up my sleeve. So I don't doubt you that. You'll be Please. seeing a lot more of me, not just with the drag car. So I am looking we'll, forward uh, to that, sir. That's a very good note to end it on, but I always have to close the show with your favorite race of your career in Monster Trucks and your favorite freestyle. Go. Oh, my favorite race would have to be, wow, Joliet. When I drove the Excalibur truck, and one racing the over and under mm-hmm. figure eight and actually beat John Zimmer when he was in the T Max truck. Um because we were teammates. Um and he's such a great competitor. That was fun. Um that was a huge show for me. Great show. Great weekend and we took home the race and win. I was there. I remember. It was awesome. And uh, he broke in freestyle. <laughs> did he? I broke in freestyle. I know that. <laughs> he did. He he did. He went over a bus stack, and I think it was either a champagne, champagne or a flange or something. He. Was, oh, you're right. Yeah, I yeah. do remember that now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking yeah. of freestyle, your favorite freestyle, sir? World Finals, number one, first out. There you go. <laughs> how, awesome. do you, how do you compete with the World Finals freestyle? Right. That's a, that's a good way to put it. Well, guys, it's uh, it's been a blast as usual. Make sure you follow on Sean Duhon. It's S E A N D U H O N on Instagram. It is also Sean Duhon on Twitter. And for whatever reason, there's about 15 bajillion Sean Duhons on Facebook. But if you look up for the one uh, that has the monster truck on it, the zombie stuff, you know, it's a pretty good guy. Uh, all around, going from Kansas City on the meagerest of budgets, learning his way through to first out of freestyle, the World Finals racing operations and a lot of stuff in the future man congratulations on all your success thanks for being a great guy in the industry and uh 
you know what? I wish you all the luck. I can't wait to see what you're coming up with. Uh, I very much appreciate it. I had a great time. This, this We have to do this again. Hey, anytime Absolutely. you want on, tell your friends to tell your friends. We'll make it happen, man. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I look forward to that now. <laughs> and we'll make sure we give you some homework before then. Yeah, yeah, we need to do that. We need a little more planning. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right, thanks, Sean. I appreciate it. Nope, thank you guys.